Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. From the overtake, I need to say that. I think sometimes I haven't said that. Mm-hmm. A podcast where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. And I'm Rick. Excellent. We don't need to do last names, do we? No. Yeah. Uh, say it really here. sounded like Rick and I both had to think about our And I'm uh <laughs> <laughs> Um We don't actually we normally do at this point we normally do some corrections from Previous weeks, mm-hmm. but you don't have any. Does anyone have any? We don't have any corrections. Mm. I made a note of the correction I meant to make for last oh, yeah. week, and I forgot it, so I'll do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what fine. you made a note. That's the point of making a note is that you don't forget things. Yeah, I know, but I, I made the note to bring it down here, and I forgot you to forgot bring the note bring down the note. here. Okay. Yeah. Was it on paper, like old, old no, just a mental note? Yeah, it's not <laughs> on the computer. Ooh. I'm not going to go and get it now. Oh, we'll just do it next week. Right. We'll do it next week. Um, cool. Well, I was I was resisting doing a sad story, but I've done a sad story. Oh. Um, Against advisement as well. <laughs> I did advise you to do the funny story. Yeah. And I was I was gonna do the funny story, but I didn't know enough about it and it, and I was really behind today. So but I would have made it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some guy, true. I don't you know, know what, what he did, but I was I, I I got halfway through the story that I'm on at the moment and I was like, I don't know enough about this to do this <laughs> in a podcast and it, I can't even hilariously get it wrong because it's really sad. <laughs> so um I'm just gonna be non hilariously getting this wrong. Okay. Rick, what's the tone of your story? Um Crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I think it's funny, but other people I don't think it's funny. There are a few murders in it, a few beheadings. <laughs> oh, God. Some major spoilers. Yeah, yeah but it, you know, that's not what it's... I mean, I said mine's only got one death in it. Yeah, but like my death by beheading, yours will be by like wasting disease or something. Like uh, that. It's just not funny. Okay, it's not, give, me, it's not funny. give me a title. Uh, mine is... Uh, Without spoiling it, because I think it was a fairy. Jean Charles de Menezes, the 53rd London bombing victim. Oh, Rick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine's uh, Manchester versus France vampire hunters. Okay, well, obviously we have to do that. Yeah, we'll do this. the I'll, I'll do it quick. Um, I'm sure it's very good. Oh, it's the really interesting, and, you, and everyone it. needs to know it. But, yeah, um, I appreciate that. I'm not really saying that, and that's fine. So, um... It's 2005 in the in the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be like no. mm, correction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's two weeks after the 7/7 bombing, uh, where 52 people were killed and hundreds were injured um, on London's public transport network by four suicide bombers, two of which went to the same uni as me. Oh, and you as well, Abigail. Oh uh, yeah, I was, back it. I was like, they went to yeah. two yeah. unis. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We were um, doing the same one. Yeah. Um, so they were. They lived just down the road from me as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. Because I lived opposite the Moscow High Park. Yeah. Mm. They lived 
Yeah, so no, Beckett's claim to fame is two like, bodies. I'm not even joking. And Alexander Skarsgård. I was just going to say, who else? <laughs> who else is the alumni? Chris Pine came to Leeds, Leeds yeah, University he did, of Leeds. Yeah, he did. I went to the Red Brick yeah, upper class for the your scumbag university. Is that like a princess currently at uni of everyone? Oh, Chelsea. Really? That's what, not... Was her name oh, Chelsea? Yeah, that one. She went yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't um, Philip Schofield's daughter at. Leads as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's been like spotted around the city centre and stuff. Stealing because oh, and just nicking <laughs> bottles of milk off people's doorsteps. <laughs> Whatever it is, Scorfield does. Well, yeah, it's like, what do you think? He, who do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gnome that lives in a garage. Um, that was the voice of um, Annika Vadical, who is our social media person, taking some pictures today. Um, so we've brought a change of clothes, which might break the illusion. Uh, <laughs> just like, you what are you doing? You don't have to tell people. Don't say it. <laughs> so halfway through, we're going to have a costume change. Charlie, you can edit that out. Uh, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> so anyway, let me do, shall I do my story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I've had, I've had half a beer. That's it. And then I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so some people consider John Charles to... John Charles Jimenez is the 53rd London bombing victim. A lot of people consider him a victim of the police, uh, quite rightly, and some people consider him a victim of uh, home home office policy as well, which I'll explain in full anyway. But I would argue that he's probably a victim of all three of those things. So he was a 27-year-old Brazilian electrician. Um, He'd moved to the UK to help his family out, um, so he lived in this uh, province called Gonza- Gonzaga. I hope that's right. Sorry, we don't do pronunciations. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't. It's not. It's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I'm just reminding people that I don't. I don't correct mispronunciations because I'd have to listen to it and yeah. like that's play it in the like, episode. Yeah. So if any listeners it? have a problem with that, suck a dick. Yeah. Um, so half the pe- half the young people in Gonzaga um, moved to a different country because it was quite a poor kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd he'd lived in the UK for a while. He'd be gr- he'd been granted leave to remain, but had actually overstayed his visa like since then, mm-hmm. which is um, important to the story. So do you guys are, do you guys know about Jean Charles Menezes? Like, what do you know already? Was he shot on the tube? Yes. Because he was carrying a backpack. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. So it's like a much more complicated story than people think, but I'm going to try and simplify it as much as possible. So he was he was working in London and lived in the same building as a suspected terrorist, so a lot of people didn't oh. know that, yeah. Um, so police had obviously been like looking at the building for quite a while, and um, they had this plan where they'd let the residents of the building like come out and then walk as far as they could to, like, be not seen by the building, um, to be, like, outside of the building. And then the police would, like, stop and, like, step in and question them. They'd compared pictures of uh, Jean-Charles with who they thought the bomber was. Um, and, it, like, basically it sounds like they thought that it was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also sounds like they hadn't put that much thought into it. Like, they'd looked at a picture and been like, oh, yeah, that kind of looks like him. And actually, the more you hear it, the, the, wor- the worse it is. Um, so, um, they, they thought he, they said they, they thought he seemed suspicious, um, that, cause they'd like, let, let, let him leave the house and like, he got on, a, he went off and got on a bus and they were watching him and they thought he seemed suspicious and like, I kid you not, they said that he had Mongolian eyes, which I guess must have been significant, but I couldn't, I was trying to research why that was a, a I mean, thing. it doesn't even feel like... It's an accurate descriptor of someone from South America. No, no. He, I mean, like, whatever Mongolian eyes are, I don't know whether he has them. I don't, yeah. I don't really think he has them. But also, it's not what's like, Mongolian got to do with yeah. anything? It's, it's like, just, we noticed he has blue eyes. Like, basically just Asian eyes, like not a double eyelid. I, I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. But, right, yeah. but like Which Mongolian, racist. Like, yeah, racist. And, well, it's like, obviously, it's yeah, like describing conjoined twins as Siamese. Like yeah. it's just that part's not even relevant. Really. No, no, yeah. It's just I don't know. So Mongolia, I don't know what Mongolia's got to do with any of it. Nothing, basically. That's so specific. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It is. I think. I mean, maybe somewhere that that some guy, one of the suspects, had like 
was part Mongolian, maybe. I mean, I'm guessing. Maybe. But maybe, like, maybe that's why it's relevant. But anyway, it it seems like basically they didn't know what they were on about, and they'd kind of made a lot of assumptions. The police. The police, no. I know. Um. So yeah. So based on that information, Gold Command, which was like the name of like the top commander people, mm-hmm. um, of the operation. Um, authorised something called Code Red, which was like the emergency thing for terrorists. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, let's authorise Code Red. Um, and they ordered the police that were on the ground um, to prevent him from getting on the train. Um, and what was re- what's really weird about this is that the main guy that was following him had like at one point gone for a piss, so like wasn't really like... Properly following him. Yeah, exactly. And that it later came out that he was like a soldier that had been seconded to the police as oh. part of the task force. So it's like he he's not. I guess he'll be trained, maybe not, even not better guess. trained in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe even better trained in a lot of ways to like follow people and stuff. But like, I don't know. It just I seems... didn't even think that members of the military could join the police force. No, after serving. I I don't. I think probably it when it's a certain type of operation yeah. they probably do bring in military people but if it's yeah, counterintelligence or yeah, special branch exactly yeah. yeah it was intelligence that he'd been like um, seconded to so uh, yeah so John Charles uh, went into the tube station about uh, Stockwell tube station about 10am um, and he'd stopped oh so I didn't actually say no I didn't actually say that he got on the bus mm-hmm. to Stockwell tube station um, and they had like followed like several plainclothes policemen had gone and followed him on, and were on the bus with him. Um, so he got uh, he got into the chief station about 10am. He stopped to pick up a free newspaper and he used his Oyster card to pay the fare and he walked through the barriers and went down the escalator. Mm-hmm. That's an important point because a lot of people still believe that he jumped over a ticket barrier and ran away. Have you? Is that something you've heard? That's something like vague, but I thought that was after the police gave chase. Yeah, so none of yeah, no, so none that of that happened. happened. So people, no. I think a lot of people are saying like, a lot of people said like he saw the police and he ran, yeah. which like doesn't seem like it happened at all. And actually, from day one, police said that he he never jumped over a ticket barrier. Like he, they told the family immediately that he never jumped that over a ticket happened. barrier. Yeah, and that and when you look on the CCTV footage, which I didn't, but people. Have done. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, yeah, he didn't do that. He, yeah, so I don't know where that's, that's the that... Mandela effect. People misremember events from history that never actually happened or they weren't there. It, to that is definitely true, but I don't, I don't think, think that applies. I think this yeah. is just like someone made up a rumor that he ran away from police, or maybe yeah, yeah. an eyewitness said that. A, that an happened, eyewitness has claimed that this yeah. has happened, but then someone read it and said, oh, it happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, so basically. No, none of that happened, which changes the story quite a lot, actually, because I thought because he'd overstayed his visa, he was running away from police. And then, yeah. although there's no reason to shoot a guy, it makes a lot more sense when you think police saw him, he saw police, he ran away, mm-hmm. then they thought he was a terrorist. But that's not, that's just not yeah. the version of events at all. So why did, why did he run? Well, he didn't run. That's the thing. Oh. He didn't run. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so people people think he did. People think he ran at the very last bit, just across the platform to get on the train that was there already. Oh, yeah. So like, just like a normal commuter would, that he sees the he sees the tube is there. Yeah. He runs a few paces to get on it. Yeah. Or like maybe more than a few paces, but no more than, you know, from the escalator to the yeah. to the to the tube. Um. So yeah. So he he gets on the train, he he finds one of the first available seats, just like any normal commuter would. Um, so at this point, let's introduce these three surveillance officers that come in. So they're codenamed Hotel 1, Hotel 3, and Hotel 9. That's stupid. I know, isn't it? What yeah. a dumb naming convention. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I guess it's like H, but I don't know what H means, and I don't know. Harry, Harriet. Harriet won. That's who it was. Isn't it, isn't it like dependent on like the location or like what sector of the police? That yeah, is? I think uh, pretty much is that. It's like people are named like eight or whatever, yeah. and they were H's, and they say hotel to make it clearer. 
mm-hmm. on a radio or whatever. So, yeah, completely lost track of the conversation. <laughs> so I even it's fine. I'm going into a lot more detail than yeah, absolutely necessary. Partly because I copied and pasted a lot of this from Wikipedia and it really goes into detail. <laughs> <laughs> I was panicking at the last minute trying to get all this stuff down. So, uh, yeah. So, when, they, when these firearms... So, these surveillance officers are on the train with him. The door's about to shut. Um, the firearm officers arrive on the platform... And the Sky Hotel 3 moves to the door, blocks it with, like, his foot and shouts, he's here! And then the firearm officers get on the train and it was initially claimed that they challenged Jean-Charles, though actually later reports, like, dismissed that and they mm-hmm. didn't. Um, so, yeah, he apparently, according to the Sky Hotel 3, uh, Jean-Charles stands up, advances towards the officers um, and Hotel 3, who's at the door, um, and it, and then I'm guessing he's John Charles at this point stressing because he's like, why are the police here? Yeah. Maybe I'm in trouble. Um, so at which point this guy Hotel 3 grabs him, pins his arms against his torso and pushes him back into a seat. So he's he's not actually sat down. So he's, he's like being restrained, but his body's like straight and not in mm-hmm. a natural like sitting down position. And then two officers fire 11 shots according to a number of empty shell casings, like on the floor of the train. Um, and he shot seven times in the head and once in the shoulder at close range, and he dies at the scene. Um, so an eyewitness later said that the 11 shots were fired over a 30-second period at three-second intervals, although someone else says that they had five shots, then a break, then some more shots. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, he was shot in the head and a bit in the shoulder as well. Um, so, it, immediately after the shooting, the Met Police, like, you know, that same day, an hour later or whatever, mm-hmm. Met Police are saying that the shooting's directly linked to the investigation of the, there'd been some attempted bomb- bombings the previous day that were foiled, so they reckoned it was linked to that, and, um, yeah, um, what was really, oh, and they obviously thought that he'd been a suspect and that mm-hmm. he had a concealed bomb, which is why they took like urgent action and that was like all like part of what they're allowed to do yeah um so but what what i found really like kind of horrifying about this is that um they use hollow point bullets which i didn't know much about but i did a bit they're of research really bad. yeah, yeah they really explode inside you don't they yeah so basically like a senior police source had said that uh john charles's body was unrecognizable unrecognisable afterwards Jesus yeah um, and I was like that just seems that seems like you know like you hear about it with like gangs and stuff they do that yeah, because they like, want to make an impact why would the police have that ammunition yeah you know what I mean yeah well according to Wikipedia hollow point rounds are illegal as well aren't they in, in warfare I don't know. I may, uh, I may misremember that I feel like that's something I've heard because, uh, because of just how much damage they do to people say it again a hollow point, uh, uh, hollow point ammunition illegal in warfare. Okay. I certainly frowned upon. Yeah, frowned yeah. <laughs> upon. Yeah, well, we don't like any of this. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not very sporting. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. So uh, apparently they're widely used in, in law enforcement where it might be necessary to stop someone quickly, uh, like an armed assailant. Right. Um. Because basically, um, they yeah the. Uh, like a full, what they call full metal jacket bullet, which is which is the opposite, which is the one that goes straight through. Is like yeah, it can do a through and through, which I learned about as well. Mm-hmm. Which is like where it goes in and comes out the other side and can hit somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, basically, a home office spokesperson said uh, chief officers can use whatever ammunition they consider appropriate for the operational circumstances. So I guess if they want to use those ones, you know, those horrible ones, then fine. Um, Yeah, so the day after the shooting, the police were like, shit, like, it was this guy, uh, Jean-Charles Jimenezes. He hadn't been carrying explosives. He wasn't connected to any of the attempted bombings. Um, They issued an apology and described the incident as a tragedy and one that the Metropolitan Police Service regrets, which is like... Ugh. Well, it doesn't doesn't bring him back, does it? No, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the Menezes family condemned the shooting, obviously, and regret and rejected this apology. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and actually, Jean-Charles' grand- grandmother said that there was no reason to think he was a terrorist, which I actually think makes perfect sense, yeah. given what we know. The reasons that you might think he's a terrorist are all racist and unfounded. Exactly. Like, yeah. if you're like, well, he wasn't white, that's not a good enough reason to no. consider... Because there's plenty of white terrorists, so it doesn't yeah. even make sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, consistent. And you can see how that, like, that chain of events happened, mm-hmm. where they just, like, really misidentified him from the start, and, like, some idiot had been like, yeah, that looks like the guy, the guy with the Mongolian eyes, yeah. and then... Yeah, and then one thing led to another, um, which is horrible. Um, so, yeah, so they eventually, over like the full course of time, are, they're offered £100,000 in comp- compensation for the, from the Met Police. Uh, but to this day, no officers being prosecuted. There had been, like, there was a massive campaign from the family and like, a load of other people at Amnesty International. Mm-hmm. Um, they took, in on the 10th of June 2015, the Menezes family took the British government to the European Court of Human Rights, um, just like over the decision not to prosecute anyone involved in the killing. Um, but basically, the decision was upheld. Uh, afterwards, there was, there was an inquest, um, and the co- this is what I find really weird. So, the coroner had said that the ju- there was a jury, mm-hmm. and they could either return a verdict of lawful killing or an open verdict, but they weren't allowed to return a verdict of unlawful killing. Like, they didn't have the option, which I think is, like, mm. it's like, give the jury all the options, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, without knowing about the law. No. It feels like that's not fair. It, like, if you can do a full But what inquest, does an open thing just mean, like, we find It just means don't know. Oh, they don't, don't know. No one knows what happened. Yeah, like, there's there's no, no blame. Yeah, I don't know if there's, like, state anything. of emergency laws that, like, oh, in these cases. Because, mm. like, it... It's like, it's not a conspiracy for murder, is it? Like, they did, those officers didn't all club together no. and say, well, no. we don't know, but we assume they didn't all club together and say, let's murder let's this guy. Let's kill this guy, yeah. And if, uh, if it's like one guy misidentified him and then they were acting on bad intelligence. Yeah. But then, like, the gun rounds just seem like excessive. It's it seems just... like a, a lot of firing as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be a judge. Like, saying that he's unrecognisable, like, afterwards. Mm. Um, so yeah, during the inquest, the Menezes family got up, like, the guy was doing the summing up, um, the other, the other side of the argument. The prosecution? The defence? The, the defence. Defence. I don't know, actually, I don't know how an inquest works, so I don't know whether it's that, but if it's yeah. that, it would be the defence. Um, so they got up and, like, undid their jackets and underneath they were wearing t-shirts that said, um, it, that was aimed at the jury that said, your legal right to decide unlawful killing verdict mm-hmm. but obviously the jury didn't have that choice so they returned an open verdict and that is where we're at mm-hmm. yeah Whoa. so yeah so it was a sad story and it i apologize for telling mm-hmm. the sad story but i think it's quite an important story because i i like miss i mean 2005 i would have been like 16 so i was like not yeah. not really following it um back then but um yeah i believed quite a lot of like the the Fake news. Yeah, like my <laughs> recollection of that story was that he was a Brazilian guy who like was innocent but ran and was shot in the back as he was running away. Exactly. And yeah. I remember like thinking at the time like, well, he was shot in the back. That's that's the bad thing about it. Yeah. But it turns out literally everything I knew about that story was incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like actually, it's actually even worse than him being shot in the back. Yeah. He was. He was pinned down and shot. How many times did I say he was shot? Eleven. Oh, they fired the guns eleven times. But he was shot eight times. Yeah, something? something like that. Seven times in the head and once in the shoulder at close range. Jesus. Yeah. So while I was researching that, I found out as well. Point blank range. You assume means like. Well, what do you assume that means? It doesn't mean can't miss, does it? It means something else. Yeah. So you think it means point blank range? You think means close range, mm-hmm. but actually it doesn't always mean close range. What it means is. You can fire a gun aiming at an exact target and it still hits the target. Oh, Whereas okay. if it's not point blank range, you've, you you point it at exactly... the opposite of what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, you point it at the target and it the bullet it like because of the trajectory of the bullet, it like goes a bit lower. So like if I point it at your head here, sorry to point mm-hmm. a fake gun at your head. But like here, it's gonna hit you in the head. Yeah. But if I'm stood like out on the street and pointing it, even if I'm pointing it exactly at your head. It might hit lower. Yeah. Um, yeah. So point blank range can actually be really far away if it's a really like high caliber 
Done. Have a go. Yeah, I learned. Well, that was quite interesting. Cool. The bullet falls at the same rate it moves, isn't it? So like by the time you've heard the bang, the bullet's already on the ground. Oh. It's like a weird oh, thing. Oh, that's interesting. Because yeah. of gravity. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like you imagine in your head, it's like being propelled through the earth forever, like a rocket. Yeah. But it isn't. It's falling down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think yeah. that's true. Yeah, makes sense. Back check. I suppose it depends how far away you are as well. From... Yeah, so I think it's some of those experiments where, like, if you drop a stone and fire a bullet at the same time, they both hit the ground at the same time, despite the fact the bullet's been yes. propelled through the uh, on the moon. Which you would not think. Like, that just doesn't seem right. It just seems weird. It's just, yeah. It's trying, to, trying to move from murder by gunshot into <laughs> gun, gunshot, into, gun trivia. Yeah, yeah, gun trivia. I like it, though. Yeah. That's really interesting. It was all right. It was, yeah. a, it was a good story. Thank in you. The, it was crazy. Yeah. As in, it's crazy that that Like, unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? But, yeah. So, yeah. I wonder whether... I, there's a weird smell in here. Is anyone, can anyone else smell it? it I can smell like a fishy smell. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. I think Maybe it's some of those rotting beers. Gross. Rotting, yeah, rotting beers. I think. Not, yeah. You used to eat prawn sandwiches in the office. Oh, that's that's a great mental Ethan. image. I yeah. bet it's prawn sandwiches. Maybe he, maybe he, like came in and he's a rich, you know, like, he's rich person. He doesn't know the etiquette. You know, like when you know when someone's like husband's cheated on them, and then when they leave the house, they like saw they like sew prawns into the curtain lining of the curtains. Where have you heard? I don't that? think that's a regular <laughs> thing. Did that happen like <laughs> once? I don't know, like well, they say to do yeah. that. Like it's a good way of getting your own back on like your cheating husband if you have to leave you like yeah. put prawns we'll like find it, in place yeah. yeah so maybe Ethan's done that like he I actually did not even notice it because I'm really accustomed to that smell because it's what off pain smells like and when I was oh, a teenager it smells like what? off pain off pain smells like paint yeah it smells <laughs> like rotten fish Oh. Um, and in school, we, we I guess we were just poor and is all the paint off? was rotten. I didn't even know all you could get rotten. This is why I'm confused. Is I didn't know you like could get damp rotten paint. I don't know. Or is it? No. Like paint no, can go off. You mean yeah. like yeah. paint wow. to paint with, well, not what what on the Why are you struggling so much with this? <laughs> I've never heard of the concept of off paint. You should see Robin's house, it's just bare walls. It's exposed floors. Paint, what are you about? What? Are you saying yeah. pain? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when pain no, goes off, it, it just like, starts to smell like rotten it fish. Emulsifies. Mm. It's already, <laughs> it's just, it's already emulsified. <laughs> what is it? Are you on about the painting? What you would paint a picture with, like the paint, or are you on about paint on the walls? Oh, that you would paint a picture with, like poster paints. But I'm sure wall paint also. Yeah, I don't think. What when it's dry? Necessarily. Not paint. when it's dry. No, but I mean like. The, in ten years, it starts to smell. Oh, it depends what medium you work. That's not something else. Like, <laughs> you should just keep painting your walls. Like, oh, oh, this yes. is such a tangent. I did not think that. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay. Okay. I haven't done that yet because I've just been opening away from the mic. Abigail gets me evil eyes every time I do it. But that's like some ASMR when you listen to it. Yeah. Every you did it once last week. Every time. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is every well, time. It's quite an enjoyable sound, though. It, like yeah, especially the way yeah, you did that yeah. quite slow. It's a party it's sound. You know, a party sound. When you hear that. Um, so mm. my story. Um, I, I noticed a typo in the very first line. <laughs> Oh, oh, really, uh, Rick? Uh, you yeah. did a typo? Of Halloween 1968. <laughs> That's quite oldie-worldy, that. Yeah, so we're starting in, on Halloween. Yes. 1968. In Tottenham Park Cemetery, down south. Down south. Um, and a grave was found disturbed. Ooh. Mm. No, not in a sexy way. Just no, like, just yeah. like, I, d- I mean, it, it creeps me out either way. The way in which it was disturbed. <laughs> is that it was there was a ring of flowers around it with the flower heads pointing inwards towards oh, where the cadaver would be. Sounds like some fairy yeah. bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually there's a little bit it will do more. Um <laughs> and the corpse in the grave was found with an iron crucifix staked through the coffin lid into its chest. Shit. Now they <laughs> this, <laughs> so. that was me arriving with the seat. Inspector Robin, you just like shit. open up your door and just this. write down shit. shit. Um, so no one was ever found or prosecuted for that. Um, and then in the 1970s, um, the tabloids were awash with tales of a vampire in Highgate Cemetery. Colloquially known as the Highgate Cemetery Vampire. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, basically, in Highgate, in that's in London as well, um, in 1969, there's basically a bunch of goths hanging around, doing what goths do, hanging around, walking around, around doing spells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing spells. Doing spells. Well, no, some of them are going to do spells, so I promise. Goths and witches are the same. Yeah. So there's this one goth called David Farrant, who... Oh, that's a goth name. Yeah. It is a bit gothic. Um, in 1969, on the 21st of December, I think it is. Can I just ask if this guy was white? Cause he I is white. Don't trust white men called David. Oh, any reason? Or just every single one I've met has been bad. What about your Uncle David? Everyone's got Uncle I David. I actually don't. Uh, I do. He's very, I would say actually my uncle's very trustworthy. You should he, introduce him so he can change my mind about mm-hmm. David. Yeah, he, I think he's a Tory though. Oh. oh. Like, he's that, that bad type of Tory, you know, where they're like... He a racist. To like <laughs> but like, you know, he, he grew up working class and he made... Oh. oh. Yeah, he made, he made something David. of himself. And don't now he thinks this, that anyone can do that. Um, anyway, this yeah. David. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> he was a goth in 1969, and on the 21st of December, 69, he claims to have spotted a grey figure going around Highgate Cemetery. Cemetery. Are we guessing a vampire then at this point? Or? Well, well, okay. The I'm, theories of vampires are not. Yeah, he I'm just says ahead of some kind of grey figure, sorry. and he writes to his local newspaper, which is the Hempstead and Highgate Tribune. I have that written down someplace. Let's just call it the Tribune. Yeah. And we'll carry on from there. Do you want me <laughs> um, to check that for you? Yeah, yeah if you want to. it? Oh, no, it's called the Hampstead, Hempstead in Highgate Express. Oh, cool. And he writes saying, look, I was in this graveyard on the 21st of December like any other regular person, and I saw a grey figure. Did anybody else see anything spooky? <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky again. Please. Spooky. Oh. That's exactly how I said it the first time. You robbed me of the satisfaction. Say it in your real accent. He said it was anything spooky. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, they get loads of replies, and lots of people saw various spooky things, but not one of them matched anything anybody else said. <laughs> um, so he started to be like, there might be some kind of vampiric spirit going on yep. in Highgate in London. Enter. A man named Sean Manchester. Nice. Whose Wikipedia profile still uh, describes him as, uh, let me just get this right, extremely unhinged. Oh. <laughs> now, 
Sean Manchester is deeply litigious and really <laughs> hates when anyone talks about him. <laughs> so we might get letters in. Um, Can't wait. He, oh, he bring de- it on, Chuck. He demands. Should I say that? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, he might write some blogs about us. I'll, I'll reveal more about Sean right. as we go on. He, he likes that people refer to him as Bishop Sean Manchester. Interesting. Uh, is he a bishop, though? Not of the Catholic Church, oh, no. No, okay. He's a, he claims to be a bishop in a splinter faction of the Catholic Church that's way more progressive. Oh. Um, okay. In, like, believe, believe in gay people, believe <laughs> in, like, people. women priests, and oh. in his case, a vampire. I mean, fine. I'm fine yeah, with that, actually. Yeah. All of that. Really. Um, so, anyway, Sean, who had created the British Occult Society, mm. starts to rival David Farron in what he thinks okay. is walking around. <laughs> Um, hi, Gert. Farron, it's <coughs> important to point out, is a Wiccan, and right. they fundamentally don't get on on the grounds that one claims to be a type of Catholic and the other one claims to be an occultist. Oh. So, Manchester. But we all know it's all bullshit. So yeah, exactly, yeah. So, Manchester, anyway. You calm down, Ricky Jabez. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester claims that the vampire is a Wallachian, which oh. is just Romanian, I think. Ah. Um, an ancient Romanian noble buried deep under Highgate Cemetery. That's how the newspapers r- report him as saying it. Okay. And then he says, bollocks, I didn't say that. That's over-egging it. And then later in his book, he says that he did say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, they go on. And basically, neither of them can find any evidence for vampires, even though they're running two dual investigations. Manchester's convinced that there is a vampire and is like, we need to find it, and when we find it, we need to behead it and burn the corpse, but that's illegal. <laughs> like, <laughs> to a vamp- yeah. I, mean, I don't think there's anything in, in the laws that say you can't do it to a vampire. Vampire, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, there's no evidence. Then one day David Farrant finds a dead fox and is like, oh, there's no blood in this dead fox. Vampire drinking. Which confirms vampirism. Now at this point, David Farrant's a bit worried that he's being tied in with a vampire theory mm. that Sean Manchester is promoting in a big, big way. So he just starts saying, oh, it might be a ghost or a trap spirit or some nonsense. Um, anyway, they set off on two rival vampire hunts on oh the 13th really? of March, 1970. You know when people are like, oh, I wish I was born in the 70s. I've never understood you? that until no, like, this oh, exact right, way. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 what were you like? Oh, I'm a boss of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so they Farrant is leading the official, like officiated okay. um, vampire hunt. Uh, Manchester's doing his own wild one. The alternative. Yeah. The alternative Quick question: one. Which one would you be on? Uh, the alternative one. I've seen pictures of Sean Manchester. You would be on his, like oh, definitely. Is he fit? No. Oh. <laughs> no but he is crazy. Okay. Um, um. ITV interview the two guys and they've got hours of footage of mobs rushing into Highgate Cemetery to find these vampires, like climbing over the fences, like pushing police officers away. There's literally mobs in London in 1970 <laughs> trying to hunt down either oh a Wallachian noble vampire or a spirit. I have Excellent. never experienced FOMO like this. Yeah. It kind of isn't. Yeah, yeah. So Manchester claims like a bunch of weird things. He claims that um, with the help of a blind psychic girl, I might have added the blind bit, but let's egg it up. And the Irish accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, she took him to some tomb that was locked. Right. Um, or like a catacomb, and he couldn't get in through the doors, so they rappelled through the roof and they found um, an empty coffin. Empty? Empty, yeah. Because the vampire's been up and yeah. about, yeah. Uh, into which he put garlic and holy water yeah. just in case you've got to do that yeah maybe um, that's just what you like to drink what they just like to drink <laughs> <Yeah>. holy water <laughs> just water infused with garlic so no. the is, he he claims later on like a couple of months after this that he actually did like another hunt later on with the same psychic girl who led, a, led him to a different catacomb in which he found the lying body of a vampire okay so it didn't happen <laughs> well, did they do this during the day? Sorry, the second. Oh, sorry. This, this second time he did during the day because oh, it's not legal to go to Highgate Cemetery in the day. But back in the day, in the night time, they used to like fence it up and lock it okay. up. Um, so anyway, he goes in the second time and he he claims in his books that he found the dra- the, the dragon, the, <laughs> the oh, son God. of the dragon, Dracul. Oh, yeah. really? Would have taken the story. To that would have been one hell of a twist. Oh. Um, so he claims he finds it and he's going to 
stake it through the heart and cut its head off and burn it, which is his like MO for dealing yes. with the vampires. But it just says his followers, just mm. his hanger ons are like, no, don't do that because as he's pointed out, that's illegal. Yeah. So he's convinced that to just put holy water on it and garlic and maintain the beast. Though years later, he would claim that in an abandoned house in Highgate, he found the very same cadaver in the basement. At which point he was like, no, 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 this time I'm ticking it down. And he but chopped its head off and burnt it. You would, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, if you it's found it a exactly second time. The same yeah, if you imagine finding it a second time, you might be killing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like another kind of weird thing is by. So, the first place he investigated where he didn't find anyone, police actually found a severed head there like two months mm-hmm. later that was like burnt and charred and they were like oh it must have been used um, in black magic fucking hell this is getting I I was on board when I thought it was all just some japes it goes back to being kind of funny yeah. uh, but I don't want to know actual severed head so Why? the rivalry between these two intensifies because oh. each is claiming like no my method of vampire murdering is the best and yours is is nonsense really yeah. like oh it's not really a vampire it's just some kind of grey spectre that drinks fox blood um, so Farrant was actually arrested for damaging graves and he claims it was Satanists um, but he was also one of his friends was like arrested by the police and beaten up so he sent them like voodoo dolls to teach them a lesson but also they found um, the body like a body with a severed head propped up in a car and like charged him with it um, oh. But someone come forward and said it wasn't him, and he admitted. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not his MO. Is no, it, no, really? he admitted to doing the voodoo dolls because like that's not on. And he, yeah. but he didn't. He said he didn't desecrate um, any graves or like smash yeah. it up. But he got charged with like he's been going around at night in graves, yeah. not going on the head. Um, so right, the rivalry is really weird because Sean Manchester released a book detailing his exploits in Hunter the Vampire called The Highgate Vampire, nice. uncreatively named. Farron, a few, years, a few years later, releases a book called Beyond the Highgate Vampire, ah, which is a nice one like on the Yeah. Um, Still both terrible titles. Oh, both terrible yeah. titles. Yeah. Um, as I said, Sean Manchester formed the British Occult Society, of which he naturally made himself the president of. Of course. Mm-hmm. Farron, not to be beaten, formed the British Occult and... What was it? The occult? Oh, the, the, the British Psychic and Occult Society. Oh, these guys. Everything they've done since they've met has been like one giant pissing contest. Oh, yeah, it's basically. Like, they'd be best of friends if they actually hung out. If like, they could just see past their differences. Yes, they could kill vampires yes, together. Exactly. It, like, so, Farrant now, like, doesn't say it was really a vampire. He's like, oh, maybe I was wrong and, you know, we were quick to rush to judgment. Despite that, he is still the head of the Highgate Vampire Society, mm-hmm. which, like, routinely investigates vampires. So, Farron, basically, other than, like, that bit, is kind of normal. And, like, he has a, he has a rivalry with Sean Man- Manchester that's not nice and they make YouTube videos because they're both still alive and they're both still at it. Whoa. But, How old are these guys, like, in the 60s or whatever? Yeah, they must be in yeah. the 60s, the yeah. 70s. Manchester is kind of crazy though. Um, I mean, he's definitely going to try and sue us for that. Like, yeah. a month, he, I mean, he's, what are the chances of him listening to this, or even someone who? I think if this goes in the description, we'll find us. it. We yeah. don't have any money, so it's yeah. Fine. What's he, like, literally, what's he going to say? So he routinely uh, he has like up until like last year, he had like three different blogs, which are just talking about how great he is. Okay. He does stuff like join forums under Latin names to defend himself and discredit anybody, like, to a ridiculous degree. Um, Sometimes, because he hates a lot of people, because a lot of people say he's stupid, and I'm really hoping he does this for us, us. Mm -hmm. he'll do nasty oil paintings of them. (laughs) Oh my god! I was literally, I was, at one point I was going to say, let's have him on on the podcast, but no, I'd rather have a nasty oil painting. Yeah, the nasty oil painting would be amazing. I'd pay for that, (laughs) Is he a prized possession? Yeah. Well, oh. what do they look like? <laughs> the, 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 well, so he's done one of Farron where he's like transforming into a demon. Okay. And I was on his site quite a lot today looking at a lot of these oil paintings. And they're quite psychedelic. Like, Ooh, if I you like bought it. a shit book on the occult, yeah. that, like one of his paintings would be on the front oh, cover. I'd pay, I'd pay real Upwards of £15, pounds, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I, no, honestly, I'd pay £35. Pounds. £35? Pounds. Yeah, I would, yeah. 
well, I mean, we can always look Maybe online. Maybe I can get him to commission. Yeah, I can commission for him. <laughs> so one of the other things he does well, he has quite a lot of books online. Okay. I mean, not online, like he's written a lot of books about vampire hunting, is that he will leave himself user reviews. No! Oh, <laughs> that's a dog. It's like that, yeah. that person that likes their own Facebook page. It's yes. exactly But he leaves them under the name Veritas. Okay. So actually, does Veritas mean truth? Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's Latin. Latin. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the more you know. So it's ironic. So actually, people don't know for sure it's him. However, this user, user Veritas, mm. uh, will often cite unpublished works by him in saying, actually, I know the true intention because in this unpublished book that I have access to, <laughs> he actually says this. Mm. So, yeah, he was going to design a video game about his exploits. Okay. Um, oh, that'd be great. Working alongside a, um, an art student named Aaron Manchester. Ooh. Who he says is no relation. Because um, Manchester's a common last name. Yeah, yeah, it's a super common name. <laughs> it's just one of the many Manchesters. Yeah, um, but yeah, a lot of people point out is that they basically write in the same way, and Manchester hates almost everybody online apart from Aaron Manchester. And Aaron Manchester writes that he had the utmost respect for Sean Manchester after reading about his exploits. <laughs> but, like, right. Whatever the situation is, whether it's actually a relative or whether it's just him, but just mm. Aaron, you just do a whole fake name. Do, do. Just the whole the whole name would be fake. Sean just... Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll never get me now. Yeah. Or a woman like Dawn Birmingham. Shauna. <laughs> Shauna Womanchester. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he does lots of all these paintings and stuff. I forgot to mention that um, David Farrant does respond to a lot of these. And they do have lots of YouTube well, videos. Well, the paintings are. The paintings, yeah. And he produces a comic oh series God. called The Adventures of the Bonkers Bishop. <laughs> which is all about Bishop Sean Manchester. Oh my God. Now, there's not a real twist in the story other than... Um, like, I could list for literally hours the number of pseudonyms that he's used in, like, the number of four. He goes on the 14 Times website and argues with those people. He goes on, like, Rational Wiki. He's got a thing about Rational Wiki where he hates them. Oh, um, okay. For pointing out the things he said. Like, how do you use things I've said about as evidence against me? Um, Excellent. But in 2012, a man named Kevin Chesson um, took pictures of him for some book or some blog or something. And in them, he had a room filled with... Anyone want to guess? You get a guess each. Oh, I haven't, to be honest, been too busy trying Just to find out what the complete the sentence, a room filled with... Oh, no, because I just want to say nice things like kittens. <laughs> right, kittens. That was your guess. Um, de- they're definitely not nice things. Is it... Uh, uh, is it... Uh, I was going to say garlic, but that's too obvious. Mm. That's what. Is that what Jada was thinking? garlic. No. no. Uh, he had a room filled with Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> oh! Yeah. So, um, the description of it says like there's obviously lots of swastikas and actually, and pride of place, a portrait of um, Hitler. Oh. So, Manchester's defence is that actually I'm just into war memorabilia mm. and the real Nazi is Kevin Chesson who oh, took the really? picture. <laughs> Which is the worst kind of defence. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're just interesting people to know. And the war is still going on. And yeah, Bishop Shaw Manchester still claims to be the UK's number one authority on murdering vampires. I really think we should go around his house. And uh, I'm, I always, I'm imagining he lives in Manchester, but he, he clearly no, just lives in No, I Hague. imagine the same thing because yeah, his name is Manchester. Last name's Manchester. Yeah, it's, it's not, not what it determined as well. But yeah, he like... He claims to be like a um, this a bishop in this like offshoot of Catholicism, yeah. but it's almost impossible to prove that. And um, he has made complaints to Ofcom about how he's been represented in media before. Oh. One of the complaints is that he he doesn't get referred to as Bishop Shaw Manchester. And Ofcom found that actually, by virtue of him claiming to be a reverend uh, a bishop, yeah, in this organization, that it's correct. To do so, I mean, yeah, you can't. I mean, they're all made up organizations, yeah. so. but the other thing he took objection with is that people called him a vampire hunting weirdo, <laughs> and Ofcom ruled in favor of weirdo being a fine definition of him because he admits to like doing things that regular people don't do, like 
vampire hunting. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, like, he's like... I mean, maybe he's not... Maybe you might not describe him as a vampire hunting weirdo, but I think both both sides of that definition are perfectly fine. Yeah. Vampire hunting, correct. Weirdo, weirdo. correct. Oh, yeah, certainly yeah. odd. Um, I think, like, there's a thing about him in his book where he claims to have tracked a vampire to its lair and it oh. transformed into a spider before he nobly killed it. He killed the spider? Like, yeah, well, I, I assume a giant spider, like Shelob, not, like... A okay. penny spider, but I mean, because killing a penny spider with a sword would be obscene. And also, you're never gonna come into money killing spiders. Yeah. Oh, killing yeah. penny spiders. Yeah. 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 Do you call them penny spiders? I meant to say money spiders. I've been. I, re- I realised that. Yeah, that penny time. spiders. Penny is spiders cute, is better. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, he also. Yeah, I just seen my notes. I forgot to mention this. He also claims to be a descendant of Lord Byron, because why not? Why wouldn't he? Yeah. 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 I mean, Suppose if you're gonna. Make up. You're gonna make up some nonsense. Yeah. Make it good. Yeah, that's fair. Ah, uh, oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. There's some. There's some nutters. I feel like I really strongly want to make spread some rumors about like a Headingley vampire or something. <gasps> Headingley would be a good place to do it as well because it's full of students. There's a world. That's where I hold. live. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? There's a world. There's a world. <laughs> no, I would go visit. Yeah. But yeah, there's a world. So I, I have heard this actually before. Maybe it was you that told me about it. In the Probably. First place. Yeah. It's called Old Stinker. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> just hangs around, goes to the deep, <laughs> pops in spiders. Yeah, that's what just, that's a great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. yeah um, but no, I am. I'm from now. Like, I reckon it's it'd be easy to start this heading the vampire thing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like do some I tweets. Heading these creepy enough. I think that you know, there's like, sorry to anyone who's never been to Headingley. But there's like um, opposite the original oak. There's a churchyard there, mm. and there and there's some crumbling graves in that place. Yeah, I think it's just like smack right out. in the middle of a heavily student area, which is weird. Yeah, you'd have to work out a way of. I I, I reckon you'd have to use a bit of Photoshop, mock up not some actual vampire pictures, but something a bit suspicious. Mm. Spread it on Reddit, spread it on Twitter, and then what you really need is like an expert to be like, oh yeah, that's. That's a vampire, I would. The problem is, Sean Agreed. Manchester would probably hate us immediately for even bringing it to his attention, and David Farrant's not big into the vampire scene yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's gone off it, hasn't he? We yeah. need to find out whether the new young bloods, if you'll pardon me, Well, we could be, I mean... Are in the vampire world. We could do that. Yeah, I could... I mean, what do you need? You don't need qualifications, do you? We can just no. do that ourselves. Well, we can call ourselves, that. like, Bishop Robin Vinter... Oh, I mean, I'm that. a reverend. Got an email the other day, so. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're ordained on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I would try something more exotic than a Christian. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I might make up my own religion. I think I've. I feel like I've worked Basically out. Basically, every other person who's called religion done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can either we can either come up with our own religion, or we can spread rumors about heading. We can vampire. do both. Not not. No, yeah, not no. at once. I agree. You need to fold in more madness to make it seem more legit. Okay. Okay. Oh, you think there's? You think those two are not enough? Well, I mean, start the religion, find the vampire. Yeah, I think uh, we, we should do the start first. the religion first. Yeah, yeah. Because One of then, us has got to be yeah. the reincarnation or something, Bodicea. Yeah, you need you need a role. figurehead that can't be replaced, yeah. that, everyone's, that has some kind of direct connection to the thing, whatever it is, the mm. god or whatever, um, that, that yeah. everyone's got to bow down to, um, that has all the secrets. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. going to put myself in that position, unless you guys object. Um, I don't think I'd be good at it actually. I don't think I could do the act for long enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. You just really need to get into it. Yeah. I, d- I think I'd feel bad once. I think if I thought anyone genuinely believed it, I'd feel terrible. Mm. That's yeah. the problem. Well, that's it. You've Ethan, gotta, though. You've got to believe your own thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What do you mean, let's set up Ethan? Yeah, he's got no. He, didn't he once try to. Tells he thought he was a psychopath. Yeah. He has that kind of charming thing where at first I really did honestly think everything he said to me was true. And now I know that he, he's replicating and that he's very nice and that he'll say things that are not He's a bit, he's a habitual liar. He's yeah, and all those murders he did that he, time as well. Like, tried, he thought he was a psychopath because he doesn't think he has any empathy or because he had to learn empathy. And yes. they were like, no, that, that's just normal. That's just like, been a child. I think the fact he gets like irritated that the Tories are taking money away from people and he genuinely is driven to anger by that yeah. demonstrates yeah. that he has yeah. empathy. There's rants that he does in the office 
this about the Tories, I think, is, in, is enough. Not his prawn sandwiches. This yeah. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But honestly, Stop right. yourself so much, Ethan. Headingly Vampires, if maybe everyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> could do a few tweets about the Headingly Vampire, mm-hmm. no, we could I get think, it going. No, I think we've got to get the church going first, so it's like a, a religiously bad Yeah, but thing. think how much work we have to put into a church, whereas a few vampire rumours we could do really easy, I Well, we could just ask them to join our church. What, the vampires? <laughs> no, the listeners. If we just... Oh, yeah, I suppose if we start off with the, the American listener. Tax deductible, isn't it? Is it? Churches don't yeah. pay tax. Mm. Oh, yeah. You just make the oh, overtake that, into I mean, a church. Oh. We don't pay tax because we, we don't make any profit. <laughs> or, <laughs> profit. And we don't have any money coming in. But so. soon <gasps> we will, and we still but have money. That's a joke. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, what, what's the right... That's well, you're going to live long and prosper. Which, interestingly enough, was created by Elena Nimoy... Oh. To represent uh, some uh, a thing that's in Jewish ceremonies oh. that they do around each other. It's not quite. We could do an opposite blushing. live long and prosper where you put your two middle fingers together. <laughs> Die quickly in a group. <laughs> <laughs> Die quickly in poverty. Well, yeah. I hate that religion already. It's just a small austerity. Well, you know what? This has just been a millennial. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we do some corrections? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, do you have any? Because I thought you meant last week. But... I, saw, I really like self-edited then, by the way. Because I could have gone on about the two middle fingers, but I didn't. I was like, no. They no, don't want to hear We were like that. 12 tangents deep. Yeah, we So were. probably for the best. <clears throat> Let's see. I don't know how to pronounce this girl's name. I think it's Princess Keiko, because if it's Kako. Oh, awkward. Mm. Yeah. Um, Enrolled at Uniorg in September 2017, so there's currently, unless she dropped That's out. That's not the one I was thinking a of. Princess attending Uniorg. Yeah, I didn't think it was the one I was thinking of, but yeah. it does confirm my belief that there's there is princess. at least one princess attending Uniorg. There is, yeah. Um, yeah. Philip Schofield's daughter, Ruby Schofield, is a Leeds Beckett graduate. Oh, yes! Yeah, yeah. She only got to Leeds Beckett with her privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, They're not even trying these kids. <laughs> tried to look into the <laughs> Mongolian fold thing, made me really uncomfortable the entire time. Mm. I think it's just another name for the Epicanthal fold. So like So just, it's not about Mongolia at all. It's no, just it's like just what we tend to think term. Yeah. Just what we tend to think of as Asian eyes, although like plenty of the races have that fold. Yes. Like Native yeah. Americans and Polynesian people, etc. Um, yeah, so I mean, they correctly identified that he did have that type mm-hmm. of eye, but it just sounds a bit like they were like, he has eyes that look Asian, definitely was him. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, hollow points are banned in international warfare under the Hague Convention's early laws, which the US follows. Oh, wow. uh, but the agreement was never actually ratified, so they could use hollow points, they just choose not oh, to. Wow. They're not really bound by that provision. Good work for Hague. I mean, yeah. that's, I think so, like soldiers, like in Afghanistan or whatever, they'll shoot someone and they don't really care if it... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care if they hit a civilian. <laughs> yeah, because well, they're, they goes to a, a, a guy and hits a child. Well, only I like But they do care. Well, okay, they do care. Uh, Sorry, soldiers. Love you. The Royal Army. Is the AK-47? Uh, no, she doesn't. The rounds in that are really small. They're not meant to kill people. Mm. They're meant to just maim people. And when they... Someone screams out for help, like a, a soldier's shot, and they shout to the cop, like, help me, I'm being shot. Um, then when all the tr- other troops come to help them, then you kill you kill more people Shit. then. Like, the design of that gun is purposefully, like, nasty and cruel. Yeah. I find that really, like, imagine that job where you're like, oh, I, like, I, I designed one to- people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you, and you have to think outside the box and can't just I mean, be about killing the most played, people. you've like, ever Plague Incorporated, that app game where you design Oh, yeah, I love that. Like, that yeah. you're like, oh, I'm only in one million. Like, <laughs> I don't get the whole world. Yeah. Um, what else did it? It said, basically, they're, um, they're like, the most... Commonly used bullets by police and civilians, though. So, mm. that yeah, that yeah. could just be in the US, which unsurprising. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, don't know. Um, could not find out how old either of you guys are. Couldn't even find a date of birth to work it out. I mean, that makes they're it just, even more mysterious. Yeah, there's fucking maybe they were the vampires <gasps> all along. Oh, I think you're onto something. Yeah. Two dueling clans of vampires oh, be, over the centuries. That'd be such a good Wait, cover that, as well. That's the rumour we should start. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, have you guys heard this conspiracy rumour? This is my favourite conspiracy. I forget about it quite a is lot. Is it the one that, about Leah Michelle being illiterate? <laughs> Same. Who? <laughs> what? Is it? 
Liam a Michelle from Glee. Yeah, there's a conspiracy that Liam Michelle from Glee can't read, and it's honestly <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> so look it up. That is not a conspiracy I've heard. <laughs> Uh-huh. My actual favorite conspiracy is that Alex, jo- Alex Jones of Infowars mm. Infamy is actually the deceased comedian um, Bill Hicks. Oh. Um, mm. Now, right? So Bill Hicks was a bit of a conspiracy theorist himself. Do you believe in aliens? And he was like, but he was like a very far left conspiracy theorist. Mm. And then when you look at images of them, and they're both Texans, both quite big guys, both smokers. Mm. If you look at images of them next to each other, there is reason to believe that that is entirely true. I promise you. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. That's I'll interesting. get it for the image for this for the like for this episode. What would it be about dying that would make you go so far right? That's I. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> Lack of health. I quite like the one about um, about Brittany Murphy being killed by the US government. Oh, which kidding. actually yeah. sounds quite legit and like her parents started that one they genuinely Whoa, believe it don't remember any of the deets but oh, watched, Murphy. I watched some sort of like either a video or a documentary about it it was, very it was on YouTube so you knew it was legit they don't let anyone was on the TV yeah. um, and also the one about about how <laughs> April Levine was replaced yeah but that one's I true I think I've heard that yeah. one yeah. yeah yeah that one is true yeah yeah it's the same people who did Paul McCartney Oh. Same rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, two icons, two musical yeah. icons. They're literally on the same level. Like, yeah, Paul <laughs> yeah. McCartney and Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. But songwriters, you know, yeah. like Skater I mean, Boy is easily as good as Ticket to Ride. Complicated, but... better than oh, complicated is really good. And once yeah, I want to watch that, oh no, yeah, Norwegian Woods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, are we done with corrections? Yeah. Oh, I didn't have any corrections in my story. Oh, you couldn't find the ages. Oh, yeah, couldn't find the ages. Yeah, and... I find that alarming. There's probably definitely something wrong in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I corrected you a couple of times, but oh, none okay. of them were specifically about your story, apart from the age thing. Not I know it's not a conversation, but enigma. I win again. <laughs> it actually, it used to be, we used to do it like a competition where I'd just be like, you were the most correct this week, and oh, they didn't good. like it. Yeah. I like um, it very much. <laughs> but also a couple of the, well, hmm, that's me and it's you. I thought one of these might have been something Annika brought up, but yeah. it, it wasn't. I think everyone was actually like, bang on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good stuff. Nice. End of the podcast. Well, should we, Coming. let's do, <laughs> yeah, incoming. <laughs> End of the podcast. Incoming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you greet Yorkshire then. <laughs> Well, when I'm really laughing, I think it does seem to like my throat and it makes me like, all those hours spent trying to hide the subtle (laughs) stupidities of the Yorkshire and And whatever accent I've got, and it slips out with one bit. And then I'm just like, hey, oh, oh, God. Uh, No, we uh, follow us on Instagram at His Crazy Story or follow The Overtake on any of the social media things at The Overtake. Please give us some money through the Patreon, please. please. You can find a link pinned to the top of the Overtakes Twitter. Which Lovely. Abigail runs, mostly. Mostly, yeah. Um, yeah. I partly said that because it often retweets me, and it's not me retweeting myself, it's you retweeting me through that account, and I feel like sometimes people will look and they'll be like, oh, why is Robin constantly retweeting herself? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway. I yeah. retweet everyone. Constantly, yeah. Oh, we're moving to a new new office soon, so hopefully the sound quality will be slightly better than in this echoey room. Isn't it an office without without a specific room that we can? Yeah, it is, but I think it's softer. You know, like Mm. got softer. Yeah, softer walls. Yeah, the acoustics (laughs) and the whole thing's made of jelly. Mm -hmm. Um, no, so that'll be nice. But also, give us. Please, some more money to pay for the internet mm. there. Please, yeah. we want good internet. <laughs> we actually have less, less patrons than we did because Robin's, Robin's <laughs> bounce. <laughs> like, it is a big one. Because, yeah, because I'm so skinned. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cl- we need the money, clearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so my pledge bounce, it made it look like someone un- unpledged, but I didn't unpledge. I just can't afford the pledge. I might have to... D- can't afford to... <laughs> can't afford to give money to the own, my own company. 
that I'm working for for free. Like, really yeah. No, I am being paid, but but not enough. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> not a lot. Um, so I might downgrade my pledge to three dollars because that's more achievable for me. <laughs> I've got. 10 quid in my bank account, and I don't know when I'm going to next get paid. It's three months worth of ledgers. I, I would pledge, <laughs> but I'm not giving you money Typical, when I'm going to pay. Yeah, that's fair. Typical yeah. tight-fisted Yorkshireman. I know. Yeah. Lady Yorkshireman. Yeah, lady. Yeah. Typical CEO. Fuck you. <laughs> Should we okay. do some thanks? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what we do at this part, but I know yeah. to prompt it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, Annika Vadical, who's actually just left... Because she's like, I took the pitch that I need, now I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So, Which I yeah. respect. Yeah. 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 Annika Radical. Yeah, mm-hmm. Radical. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we didn't tell her. Oh, but it'll be a surprise when she hears it. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. And Jada Aurelia. <laughs> she was laughing because I'm embarrassing. <laughs> I, thought, I think that was I mean, clear. You tried. <laughs> That was a, I mean, the main thing is I tried, effect. and I, I waved a hand as if I... As if you're you should have done the racist yeah. 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 I didn't do the, the full gesture. racist gesture, yeah. yeah. And, and I stopped myself from making a joke I made last week, week when I really wanted to, which is, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> so yeah. basically we're I've just leading to, to being racist to white Italians. Yes. Love it. Oh, yeah. Jada, <laughs> I meant to ask last week, yeah. what are you on the internet? You know you're famous on the internet. What? Okay. How do we? How do they find you if they want to hear you sing? At Jade Rays everywhere. I was on your channel the other day. You upload very infrequently. How? How? I know. It's how just... are you so successful when you upload like once every six months? <laughs> I've been doing it for like years. Very it's just I don't have the time now. I, yeah. I Too busy. Not the equipment really. You're very good. Yeah. I was listening to. Was it the love? Mm, yeah, that's, that's nice good. Um, yeah. Literally Maybe we should use some of your music in one of the edits for this. Nah. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> it is beautiful. Um, Thank you. Great. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, podcast, podcast over. Bye. Bye. <laughs>